Chadley. I didn't have a. I didn't have. I didn't pick out a Chadley. Uh, quote of the week. Quote of the week. So you're just so, gonna sing my name? Yeah. You know what's real weird though? I I have it so that uh, that our live streams tweet out automatically onto Twitter, and yeah. they're fucking doing it in Russian. That's fucking shit's in Russian. It's like, <laughs> why are you doing that, Google Plus? Hey, yo, I thought you figured this shit out. Like, yeah, goddamn Google Hangouts. Was this gonna be an episode seventy-one, the Goosebumps episode, all over again? Oh, you you sons of bitches. Hey? Oh, dude, I remember. I remember episode seventy-one, the great debacle of episode seventy-one. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today, Chadley? Today we're going to talk about some fucking movies. Uh, we're going to talk about a new romantic comedy called Me Before You. It, no, I guess it's not a comedy because it's not funny. No, it's it's not just called funny. Me It's called Me Before You. Um, we're going to top off our Batman series. We're going to talk about the brand new, brand spanking new Batman The Killing Joke. That's an animated flick. I got some words for that. Yes. And then we're going to talk about uh, Michael Bay's newest movie, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers. The Bay Man. The Michael Bay. Bay Hey, you know what they say? They're saying that Bay may be back, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to discuss whether or not Bay is back or not. But are we um, starting with that or what? Uh, I don't. I don't really care. We're also at some point in the show going to um, count down our top five favorite Gene Wilder movies. Ooh, rest in peace. May he, may Jim Wilder rest in peace. Buckle the Duke over here. If you listen to our Death Pool episode, he put him on the Death Pool, and he got himself. He got himself you, an easy 17 points. Do you have that death pool on you right now? Yeah, I've, I've always got it on me. Um, yeah, let's, let's take a little peep back at that because yeah, we, we, like we like to go over it uh, once someone from our death pool perishes. Not by our hand. That is part of the rules. Yeah, we cannot, we not, cannot kill a man. Uh, I can say that neither of us You know, it's weird none of us put Gary Marshall on that list, hey? Yeah, true. Dude, I can't wait for him to be dead. He's dead. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Marshall's dead? Yeah, he died like a couple weeks ago. You didn't see that? <laughs> Dude, really? Because I'm I just... Sure, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. I'm pretty sure I sent I just, the link. I just watched his new movie, and then I made like a, a joke about how I wanted to kill him, and now I feel awful because I didn't know he was dead. Good. Thank God. Thank... Seriously? Seriously? Like, this is going to sound rude, but thank Christ, because I was... Fuck, I had up to fucking here with Gary Marshall's Valentine's Day ass bullshit. All right, I had up the fucking here. Okay, well, think, yeah. Think about Gary Marshall. He was gonna make he was gonna make uh, movies about holidays until he died. Chadley, yeah, he, yeah. you know how many he had planned? He had Flag Day planned. Yeah, he had, uh, Flag Day. I watched that new one he did, the Mother's Day one with Jason yeah. Sudeikis, and it's fucking trash, dude. It's so bad. Why? Like that must have been easy money for Jay. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah, true. He must he must owe, owe the loan sharks. Did he just, just get like, like a fucking million dollars to do a guest spot on fucking that uh, Will Forte Last Man on Earth show? Like, come on, buddy. What do you do? <laughs> seriously, though. Seriously? Like, let's just – we're never going to talk about Mother's Day in a million years, so let's just get this out of the way right now. This is one of the worst fucking movies. Like, look, I've seen Valentine's Day. I've seen – what was the other one he New did? Year's. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And then their Mother's Day. It's like, hey, buddy, we get it. You ran out of ideas, so now you're just gonna reuse Jennifer Aniston over and over. Did he do uh, rumor what's she has it do for work now? Yeah, yeah shoot, she, he did like a couple. Did he do rumor has it? Because I feel he like he done rumor has it. Fucking rumor. I think has he did it. like. Oh, he did something very specific. Uh, 
Don't get me started on Mother's Mark. Day because I will literally like scream blood red mad for fucking a million years. Although there's one dude who's in Mother's Day who was also in that movie. Um, Pretty um, Woman. Yeah, he did Pretty Woman. I knew that one. Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride fucking sucks. Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries fucking sucks. Uh, Overboard, which I kind of like with uh, that. Kurt Russell. Ooh, I love Kurt Russell. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's about, overboard's about this movie where this lady falls. She's like this rich lady, and she falls overboard. Uh, but she's like a bitch, right? And then she loses her memory, and no one comes to claim her. So Kurt Russell, uh, basically kidnaps her and uh, makes her uh, like makes her think that she's the mother of his fucking three children. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking amazing. It's real fucking weird, dude. But um, um. I feel like I feel like he, Gary Marshall. I feel like he was the man behind Rumor Has It, which is on my top ten worst films of all time list. A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Oh, he, Gary Marshall did League of Their Own. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty fucking good movie, actually. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty fucking good movie. Um, did he do Rumor Has It? Do we? Can, can I, have, we I don't see Rumor Has It on here. Okay, maybe he didn't do Rumor Has It, but either way, um. I'm not looking at him as an actor. I'm looking at him as a director. New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day. Oh, he did fucking Georgia Rule. Get out of here with that shit. Raising Helen. He's very familiar with Kate Hudson. If rumor, you're familiar- has it, rumor has it is a Rob Reiner flick, who we we also hate. <laughs> yes, who we definitely, definitely hate. You know, um, I thought I thought Rob Reiner and uh, Randy Quaid were the same person for a while there. Dog, because they look the same. Here's the thing about Gary Marshall. Clearly, he's got some talent. You know, League of Their Own's pretty good. I'm not seeing Overboard. I don't think he actually directed that one though. I think he wrote it or something. His wife Over- directed it. Overboard or no, League of Their Own? League of Their Own. Okay, that's fine. But here's the thing. Obviously, this is a dude who has talent. But like, or I guess I guess the better word would be this is a dude who had a talent and then he discarded that talent in the fucking early 2000s it was like i'm gonna make a billion movies based you know what you know what's the thing is that i think gary marshall went out and saw love actually and like was like okay i bet i could do that but shitty <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeded to do that shitty three times i fucking mm, i loathe the man but here's the thing about mother's day timothy oliphant's in it and he's a fucking murderer dude, dude i love all of that Dude, he's a fucking murderer. That bitch should be in more stuff. I've always said that. Oh, shit, yeah, you should. Shit, yeah, you should, dude. Um, anyway, so that's Mother's Day. 100% fuck no. Uh, I, I gave it a half star, and my girlfriend was like, you're so rude. Don't give that a half star. So I was like, I upped it to a one star, and then what you know, looking, <laughs> I, I put it back down to the half star. I put it back down to the half star. But, um... What are we talking about? Ooh, do you want to talk? Do we want to start off by talking about Michael Bay? Or are we going to start off by talking about Amelia Clark? Oh, I think I want to start off with Michael Bay because the main event is his his me before you. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about uh, thirteen hours. The secret was Soul it actually movie. thirteen hours, Chadley? Because it sure fucking felt Yo, like it. It fucking felt like it. They 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 fucking they stretched this movie out so long. Uh, I've been screaming about this since I finished watching this yesterday. But um, this movie. It's an hour and 40 minutes of good content mm-hmm. and stretched to two and a half hours. Yeah. So it's it's not – here's the thing is that it's not that I, – I, I just want to say this on record while we're talking about Michael Bay. In no way do I think Michael Bay is a bad director. Oh, no. This is, a fu- this is a, like a really nice-looking film. This is a beautiful film. Looks good, but you can't – you can't make a true story – 
about, about a real international crisis that actually affected people's lives and focus on the explosions. You can't. Sure you, you can't. can. Do, you okay. can't. No, you can't. No, you cannot. <laughs> I think Michael Bay has learned from his mistakes, Pearl Harbor, that you can't you can't do fucking a two hour move or a three hour movie and have two hours about some shitty love triangle. If you're gonna do something based off of historic events, make it fucking badass. All right. It's true. It's true. But this this movie. Let's hold on. I just wanna. I just wanna. Before we start, this movie had an amazing cast. You had uh, Johnny K. Uh, you had rugged guy with beard. Uh, you had rugged guy with beard. Hey, all these white dudes <laughs> with beards look the same to me. Rugged guy with beard. Dude, when and one of them died, I was like, which one was that? that I don't I, fucking know. That's the big problem with this movie is that they're uh, like. I only knew which one Johnny K was because I'm a, I'm familiar with Johnny K. If and right from the office. Yeah, and right from the office. Um, <laughs> if I didn't know who those dudes were, I would probably just be like another fucking white guy with a beard. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck's this white guy with the beard? Yo, fucking, I don't, like, Johnny K was just doing camera takes the whole time. It was amazing. I was like, what, the, is he going to say anything? He's yeah, just he's fucking like, staring into the camera for fucking three He's like hours. shooting. He's like, <laughs> looks at the camera. <laughs> goes back to shooting. Fuck, dude. Johnny, here's, here's... Sorry, go on. The thing about Michael Bay is I've always had a problem with him uh, romanticizing war. And he sure, uh, sure did it here. He sure did it here, but in the same way Clint Eastwood failed at it, I fucking loved it here because it Did was he? so fucking silly. It was like I I'd love to meet America. I'd love to be American like you. It's just like shit like that all the time. Like <laughs> it's 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 almost more American than American Sniper. Like it's pretty much just like a white guys rule kind of movie. Yeah, at white least there was there's no fucking yeah, yeah. But at <laughs> yeah. least there's no fucking dead babies in it. Like I really appreciate Oh yeah, that. yeah, the fucking the fucking doll baby. <laughs> fucking fucking American, American sniper boggles my mind is how that fucking got made. Yo, that's yeah, and you know what? You know what even boggles my mind even more is that it fucking got nominated for Oscars. That's preposterous. Yeah, that's one of the worst movies of all time. Like I can't even believe it exists. But um, this movie is better than uh, Thirteen Hours, Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. This is better than American Sniper, but like, it doesn't mean it's good. Um, there's definitely some redeemable qualities. There is a good movie in here. There's definitely a good movie buried in here somewhere. The problem is, is that Michael Bay is good at visual effects and not good at characters, like, at all. And I didn't know who any of these people were. I didn't feel a connection to any of these characters. And so when they started dying and stuff, I was just kind of like, eh, okay, another one bites dust, you know? Like, it's just, I didn't you really can, care. Okay, you can't have six people that all look exactly the fucking same. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. They all look the same, except for Johnny K. But like, only because I know who he is. But um, let's let's get down to the nitty gritty in this movie. So basically, what this movie is about is uh, it's a true story that happened in the year 2012. Um, and what happened was these uh, Libya, uh, Libyan Libyan revolutionaries uh, stormed the American um, the American embassy. And so then these secret soldiers from the CIA came in um, and they pretty much had to protect the embassy overnight, over 13 hours as the Libyan revolutionaries continued to try and attack. Um, it's a true story. 
And it's actually really interesting if you read up on it. I remember it well. I was tweeting about it. Yeah. I, I, I recall it happening. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just sort of the way that they portrayed it. Like, it, it felt like Michael Bay was really trying to make it all about the characters, but he has no idea how to write his characters. Well, so, he, like, he was trying to pull a 30 dark 30, 30 dark 30. Yeah, zero, zero darkies, zero darkies, zero, zero. Um, but um, the problem is, is that he can't write characters. And, like, you had this whole sort of subplot where Johnny K was, like, talking about his family the whole movie and then, like, Skyping his family and hey, stuff. Skype doesn't work that good, by the way. Yeah, yeah by the way, 100%. Especially when you're standing. crystal clear? I, I've I noticed know. that in every movie. Um, back to Back to – that was Mother's fucking Day. crystal clear on a goddamn BlackBerry. It's like, bitch, that's <laughs> not gonna work. I don't even think they have Skype on BlackBerry. But like back, uh, just just for a moment, back to Mother's Day, the exact same thing happened. But there's like one part where they're fucking like skyping through 3G on a laptop in the middle of the woods, and it's crystal fucking clear. And I'm like, no way, no way. But anyway, yeah. 13, 13 hours to your Benghazi. Um, they did try and throw like this sort of like um, uh, sort of like romanticizing the character, uh, the Johnny K character whose name was Jack. But there was like some just like kind of like, I guess you could just call it introductory bullshit in the beginning of the movie where they were just kind of doing stuff for like 40 minutes. And that's the big problem with this movie is that like it's about this embassy being stormed and stuff, but it takes a while to get there. It takes way too long to get there. They spend like 20 minutes focusing on his family. And then he like goes on some random mission for 25 minutes where he has to pretend to be the CIA agent's husband or something. And then he's like hella rude to people. And then there's a car chase and then they storm the embassy. So all in all, pretty good action movie. I mean, as far as action goes, action's super fun to watch. It's really cool. That's what Michael Bay's good at. Uh, definitely makes me want to go and uh, join the war effort. Dude, I want to fucking be down there on the fucking ground <laughs> shooting at fucking Libyans and shit. Basically, one, one of my favorite parts was when, like, right when they st- when they were st- walking through the city there and some buddies joined up and they're like, who are these guys? And they're like, they got assault rifles. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um. One thing, um, too, that I want to say about this movie is that um, it sort of had this weird kind of divide because, like, there was the whole, like, fuck yeah, America, you know, like, whites all the way kind of thing going on, like American Sniper did. Mm -hmm. But there was some tasteful scenes in this movie where you saw, you know, the – the families of the Libyan revolutionaries coming in mourning over their bodies, which I think is really cool. Cause I've never seen, I, like I've never seen that in a war movie where they well, actually that's personify. Because, that's because the, the, all these movies are made by fucking Clint Eastwood. Who's very racist. Like yeah. Michael Bay, like Michael Bay, look, this might be a fuck yeah America movie, but at least Michael Bay was like, Hey, just so people don't call me a racist. Let's sprinkle in some other shit. <laughs> now here's, in. He knows how to here's make a thing. big budget movie. That's for goddamn sure. Absolutely. Here's the thing, though, is that um, I don't think even if he hadn't put that in, I don't think anybody would have called him a racist. You want to know why? Uh huh. Because nobody fucking saw this movie. Nobody saw this movie because it's a Michael this. Bay movie that came out in January. 
Yeah, it came out in January. Don't release a movie. Seriously, you could have put pushed this like back like three weeks into December. You know when people are going to fucking see movies. You know, like yeah, it was really it was bizarre a lot of competition last year. And this yeah, one, that's this true. wouldn't have held up with that competition. I don't believe. That's true. Although, given the Academy, they might fucking nominate this for Best Picture. Yeah, they might be they might be cranking off to this. Yeah, so, absolutely. Let me, this, let, me, let me get let me get Michael Bay's come off my titties after I've seen this movie because <laughs> I fucking love America so much. Hey, the Academy, what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, if you put, if another if this gets nominated, I'm gonna lose my mind. This is a two and a half star film because it is it is like I'm gonna say it right now. This is the best movie we watched this week. Yeah, by, uh, by a long shot. <laughs> by a lot. Uh, it's not very good, like as like as a war movie. Like if you want something that, like a war movie that's legitimately gonna make you feel for the characters, go check out Saving Private Ryan because there ain't nothing like that shit. Ain't nothing like that shit or Pearl Harbor Law. Um, Pearl Harbor Law. Pearl Harbor Law. I love Benji Affleck. Oh, Benji's I, so good, though. I adore the Benji. Um, yeah, this is just unfortunate, I guess you could call it. Um, because there is a good movie in here. There is a good movie, but it's just buried under bad characters, um, actors that look exactly the same. And uh, here's one of the biggest problems of this movie. As much as I hate to say this sentence, Johnny Kay's not very good. In fact, he's very bad. I, I love the man, and I think he's great in The Office. But, like, in this kind of role, he's very bad and very stiff. He, he didn't do and, the Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's not interesting to watch at all. In in no way is he interesting to watch, which is too bad because I was excited to see some Johnny K. Uh, Roy from The Office is probably, like, the most entertaining person from He was movie. pretty good, like, yeah. surprisingly pretty good. He's pretty fun, man. What, what what movie was it they were quoting the whole time? It's like fucking like Talladega Nights. Oh no, it was fucking Tropic Thunder. Yeah, they were watching Tropic Thunder during yeah, this movie. Watching Tropic Thunder, I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. And then they I were quoting know. it. The more I think about it, there's a lot I enjoyed in this movie, although it certainly was too long. Yes, absolutely. It like I said, it's an hour and forty minutes of good content stretched to two and a half hours. This could if this was an hour and forty five minutes, this probably would have been a banger. I would probably would have really enjoyed this movie if Michael Bay just figured like doesn't is it in Michael Bay's like clause like is it in his fucking contract he's like look I don't make movies under two and a half hours and they're like dude we got an hour and forty minutes of content he's like stretch it out you know like <laughs> I don't know he's a visionary whatever uh let's continue on Chadley because I think yeah. we've talked enough about thirteen hours it feels like we've talked about it for thirteen hours <laughs> straight. I say, so, I say, I mean, if you're looking for just like some, some, vi something that's visually entertaining, 13 hours is good. But uh, if you're looking for anything with any kind of substance, uh, yeah, maybe skip over this one. I think it's a good popcorn flick. Michael, yeah. Michael, it's Michael Bay. It's not gonna. It's not. You know. You know I, what I, people expect. I wish. I wish I fucking saw this in theaters. Honestly, I wish I had seen this in theaters. Yeah, I agree. Because I bet seeing this in theaters would have popped this up to a three star. All right, rest in peace. Are we gonna Are we gonna do the rest in peace? Yep. Rest in peace, my man, Gene Wilder, an absolute visionary, hilarious man. And I've only seen five films he's ever been in in his life. Actually, I've seen six, but one of them was the Alice in Wonderland TV movie, and I opted not to put that on my list. 
I don't count that, Chadley. So it good thing you didn't put it on there. It is fucking awful. Why don't, why don't you start us off? Why don't you start us off? We're going to have basically the same top five, I think. My number five, see no evil, hear no evil. I have never heard of this movie. We're not going to have the same top five. I take it back. What is Richard movie? Pryor movie? Uh, basically, uh, uh, fucking, I think it's, I think it was uh, Gene Wilder was deaf and Richard Pryor was blind and they accidentally kill a guy. Um, <laughs> it's pretty silly, but uh, I, I enjoyed it the one time I saw it 10 years ago. So Dude, that sounds like a fucking banger. I love that His stuff with Richard Pryor was pretty funny. My number five is a movie that uh, probably should have been higher, but it's just been so damn long since I've seen it, so I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I'm going to throw it on here anyways. Bonnie and Clyde, baby. See, I've never seen that, so that's where Bonnie I Bonnie and Clyde. Thinking. Yep, the, the other four are going to be the same. Bonnie and Clyde, this is a good fucking movie. Um, like I said, it's been a decade since I've seen it. I remember really enjoying it. Um, yeah, Bonnie and Clyde's real fucking good. They're criminals. Criminals, fuck. Couple of one-two criminals, hey? Couple of one-two criminals and Gene Wilder's in there somewhere. He's buried in there somewhere. I'm sure he's around. He's probably not even in that. I, I don't even... <laughs> no, he's, he's kicking in there. He's in there. You have to look to see it, but he's in there. Well, now I'm going to talk about a bunch of Mel Brooks movies probably because that's... <laughs> Me too. That's mostly what he was in. Uh, so I'm going to go with the producers for number four. Ooh, shit boy, shit boy. Producers is a, is a really fun movie. Um, probably Mel Brooks... One, mm, Mel, this is like Mel Brooks' most popular film, I would say. This is the. Uh, I'd say this is probably the one most people have seen when thinking about Mel. Maybe Spaceballs. I, I disagree. Spaceballs, maybe even Young Frank, Young Frankenstein. Young, 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 young Jimmy Franco. Young James, young James, young James Franco. Young Frankenstein played on TV for. Two decades every weekend, Chadley. You got to remember that. Yo, I just came up with the best idea ever. There needs to be a movie called uh, that stars uh, Dave Franco and James Franco, and one of them, James Franco, plays the doctor, and then it's called Franco Stein. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking go tell Seth Rogen; he'll make that shit. Holy he shit! Fuck. <laughs> yeah i'll just i'll call him up on the cell phone as as you know we are friends with many celebs um yes i'm not really friends with seth rogan but i've got his number I've, oh, he's, I've a, he's a fellow he's a fellow canadian so we know him yeah we've interacted before it's uh, it's never been really a a, a nice interaction not all the time but usually like, when we're hanging out with hayden fine. christensen like rogan will he'll he'll roll up or whatever yeah and he'll, he'll try to he'll try to like uh hijack the party as if like he's the best person there but you know, and then he realizes Hayden's there and is like, oh shit, sorry guys, you know. Yeah, because we're in Hayden's entourage, so you know, we don't like yeah. to cross-pollinate too much. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood's there. Yeah, it's basically just me, you, Elijah Wood, and Hayden. Basically. But, you know, we go out on his boat and fucking smash cigars and shit. Yeah, some, sometimes Giovanni Ribisi shows up, but like... He's but that he's, guy that he's yeah. usually real coked up. That's the problem. <laughs> he's that guy that shows up like one out of every seven times you invite him. Uh-huh. And so what every you know, every time we invite him, we all have that we all have that conversation. It's like Rubisi's not showing up. And then every now and again he surprises us. And then it's like eleven o'clock, you're you're getting ready to fucking head out, have a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rubisi shows up, fucking so you gotta Rubisi keep going. Up, <laughs> coked up. 
And he fucking, he flew all the way from goddamn Ohio or wherever the hell he lives. He flew all the way from goddamn Ohio. So you gotta, you gotta keep going for at least another two hours. Chadley, what's your number four? My number four, <clears throat> Willy Wanker. This is probably the role he's most, uh, most famous for playing. I would say so. It's his biggest role, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Well, you know what I really like about the first Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Uh, Not fucking Tim Burton. Not fucking Tim Burton. Remember when Tim Burton came in and just raped that movie? (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, the Johnny Depp version is the superior version. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? (laughs) That Johnny Depp one's unwatchable. I I actually really love the original Willy Wonka. It's great when the fucking puppets are on fire. And he loves it. It's great. Uh, the thing, the thing about Willy Wonka and the Chalk Factory is that the um, the writer of the book, yeah, hated this movie. He hated this movie and thought Gene Wilder was a terrible cast. But you know what? Have some goddamn did. fun for once in your life, you piece good, of shit. Good thing he didn't live to see the fucking remake, <laughs> dude. He would have been what's his name? R.L. R.L. Stein? No, that's Goosebumps. What's well, this guy's fucking name? Roll doll, bitch. Roll, roll doll, right? Roll doll. Um, yeah, thank Christ you didn't see the Tim Burton one. He would have shat his pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he wasn't dead then, he would have been dead afterwards. So yeah, my number four, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Um, there's a really good page on Facebook you should follow that's all about how Grandpa Joe is a lazy piece of shit. Um, oh, definitely yeah. go check that out. <laughs> my number three, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, baby! Saddles. Blazing Saddles, my number three is one that we already talked about. It's The Producers. Producers. Super fun, super musical, very good film. Blazing Saddles is uh, a spectacular film. While we're here, Blazing Saddles is my number two. Okay. Um, God bless. uh, Blazing Saddles is really fun. There's a lot of really good jokes in here. I almost almost put this lower on my list, but then I remembered the where's the white women at scene. Yeah, dude. Like – what you have to understand is that that scene was is is a still hilarious today, and b that was nineteen seventy four when you can barely get away with shit like that, <laughs> like just barely. Mel Brooks was always a fucking weirdo though, so that's why that's why all this shit was exists. Like half oh, the time, so crazy now. Half the time, it's not even funny. Like it's just fucking preposterous, and you're like. How is this even real? That's why I like <laughs> yeah. Mel Brooks. Yeah, it's just it's the goofiest, jankiest shit you can find. I, I don't imagine. often find Mel Brooks super hilarious, but I do find it super preposterous, and that brings me joy. Like yeah, fuck, can bro yogurt? That's your yogurt? <laughs> and you think that's acceptable? Yeah, Jeez. yeah, you brought you brought that to the table? You brought that to the final draft? Yogurt. Yogurt. I actually kind of love space balls, though. I like space balls, but yogurt fucking boggles my mind. But that <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's not very funny. But fucking Rick my Moranis. Number two, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka already talked about it. He wanked off a bunch of times in this movie. Willy wanked her. Um, so that's offensive. I want you to apologize to Gene Wilder, the entire cast. Really. I apologize. I'll apologize to to the midget who played all the Oopaloopas. Oh, see, in this one, it was a it was a gang of midgets, unlike oh. in uh, unlike in the Tim Burton film where it was just Deep Roy. Oh, it's just Deep Roy. Fuck! Holy shit! I feel like we're we're wasted on this episode. I feel like we're wasted <laughs> in shit today. 
My number one, I imagine it's the exact same as your number one funniest movie Gene Wilder ever did. One of my favorite comedy films of all time is Young Fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, it's Young Frankenstein. It's official. Yeah, best Gene Wilder movie of all time. Um, The put the candle back scene is so (laughs) fucking funny. I laugh, like that bookcase scene, I like almost die laughing every time I see it's it. It's such a dad film. Like the, the future generations are not going to find that movie funny at all. No, but, no. My dad, my dad loves this movie. Oh yeah, my dad likes it more than I do, which like <laughs> I think every generation you're going to dip off a bit on that humor. Every time my dad sees the um, – there are two movies. My dad doesn't like to rewatch movies. He'll only watch movies once, but there's two movies that he likes to watch a bunch. Yeah. Uh, this – and Evil Roy Slade. Those are the two movies my dad will fucking watch. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But like Young Frankenstein, watching my dad watch yeah. the, the book scene is almost more entertaining than the scene itself. Yeah, for my, my dad, dad sh- it's Young Frankenstein and Con Air, baby. Con Air, baby. My dad, my dad Con Air will, so much. My dad likes um, the Bourne series too. He'll rewatch those fucking yeah, any day of the week. Bourne, Bourne, that's a given though. Yeah, that's a given. That's a given. Um, yeah, he saw he saw that new Jason Bourne, which we'll be talking about next week, and we, yeah, we'll talk about how dad that is. My dad loved but, it. Um, your, your dad, <laughs> my dad loved it too. Of course. So I'm gonna go get some coffee, Chadley. You get ready for some killing joke and talk it up a little bit. Okay, I'll I'll just explain what the movie is. Okay, so while he runs to get some some a cup of a cup of fresh Joe, I'm gonna explain to you guys what the Batman killing joke is. This is a new animated movie. Uh, DC has been releasing these animated movies periodically, uh, like once or twice a year, um, based on like based on and pretty much exact replicas of the graphic novels. We have Batman Returns and Part One and Part Two, which are great fucking movies. Uh, Under the Red Hood, I believe, was one. Uh, year One, which was great. And did they do the long Halloween? I don't think they did long Halloween, but they did do the killing joke. And oh boy, they adapted that into a 70 minute episode of an animated series. We'll talk about it when he gets back, but it's absolutely interesting. Basically, um, I made a bad girl and uh, they're sort of trying to fight like this crime syndicate. And you're back now. Buckley Duke is back. Let's actually talk about this movie. This movie fucking sucks. Like this oh, movie so is fucking bad. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like I've actually read the source material, and it's the most. It's one of the most offensive adaptions I've ever seen. Yeah, I've, I've read the source material as well. But here's the problem: is that in the book? Well, here's, my, here's to be fair. It's sixty pages, so you know it's it's, it's not that what, much to work with. Yeah, what are you gonna do? But like in the book, there's six panels where the Joker sings a song. And when you're reading a book, when you're reading a comic book, you can see like, oh shit, he's going to sing a song for the next six panels. Better skip over that. But in the movie, you got to watch the whole thing. And it takes up like 10 of the 70 minutes. Look. 10 minutes of the fucking 70 minutes. I, like, I like Mark Hamill's Joker. Don't let him sing. Yeah. 100, he, first of all, he can't sing. Second of all, it was just... It was just weird and bizarre, and I was just so unhappy watching that scene. Okay, so here's let's let's start off with with some of the big problems. Okay, um, basically the move the first thirty minutes of the movie isn't about anything. Um, it's, it's a nothing fucking prologue that has fucking basically nothing to do with the rest of the movie. 
Yeah, it, it, this seriously should have just been that final scene. But it wasn't. You had 30 minutes where <clears throat> what even goes on? There's like a, there's like a crime syndicate that's yeah, following but like, Batgirl. But I don't understand the point of any of that because yeah. it never came up again. No, it certainly didn't because what happened was ha- uh, 30 minutes into the movie, Batman was like, we got to get this crime syndicate. So I'm going to go talk to the Joker. And he goes to Arkham Asylum, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can't talk to the Joker, dude. Dude broke out. And he's like, oh, shit, that's what the rest of the movie's about then. <laughs> it's like, fuck, dude. Get out of here with this shit. Like, why? 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 Also, why? Why, why did they bang- fuck? Why? Yeah, why- yeah, Batman banged Batgirl. That's what I was just about to say. Batman banged Batgirl. Look, normally I would enjoy that kind of content, but why the fuck did it happen in this movie? <laughs> I don't know. Also, this is an R-rated flick. I've seen a lot of R-rated movies, and I don't get why they've rated this R. It says piss a couple of you times. You can't have blood in cartoons. You can't have blood in cartoons? You can't. Was there, was there even fucking blood in this? I don't even remember. Yeah, dude. Tons of dudes die, and fucking blood spurts out the back of their head and shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get that. I get that. Like the the guy this that's with the- fucking theaters, Chadley. If, if I went to paid for this, I would have fucking complained. Like 20 minutes in, I would have been out. There's no way I, I would like, Especially if I knew the run time going in. Because, like, that was what really pissed me off is that, like, it was a 70-minute run time and 30 minutes into the movie, I'm like, man, they, like, they don't have a lot of time and they're fucking around a lot. You know? And then finally, you, we oh, get they, to the- they, they turn the fucking <laughs> a great comic into a 45-minute episode of the TV show. Yes, I, I totally agree. This is, a, this is an episode of the show. It's nothing more, nothing less. It's the Joker gets out, Batman catches him. There you go. That's an episode of the they laugh it up show. at the end? They yuck it up? What the fuck was that all about? What the fuck was that? Although, if I'm being honest, I did kind of enjoy the last, like, three minutes of this movie. Um, it, was, it was bizarrely meaningful, despite the rest of the movie having no meaning at all. <laughs> um. They also, they also did something, and I know this was in the book as well, so it's not something I can super complain about. But here's the thing. Is people are like, oh, like every complaint I have about this, they're like, oh, that's what happened in the book. Okay, listen, motherfucker, all right? That doesn't mean that it's not bad. <laughs> like, I made the joke about the Joker. Like, I almost turned it off when the Joker was singing. And I, uh-huh. and I said that on social media, and someone was like, yeah, but that whole song's in the book. Look, motherfucker, I don't care if that whole song's in the book. Cut it out. It's not a movie. That's not something you put in a movie. <laughs> you know, that's not... Dude, cut it out. Get that shit out of here. Gotta stretch it, though, because they apparently had no content. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Um, but, like, one of the bigger problems I had with this is that I don't like um, when they try to do backstory on the Joker. It's, it's really weird, and as a comic book fan, I know I probably should care more about backstory. But uh, as far as Joker goes... No, you shouldn't. You've been trained not to enjoy it because of fucking Marvel. Yeah, true. Um, As far as the Joker goes, I've always enjoyed the mystery behind that character. I don't really want to know what his backstory is. And guess what? His backstory is fucking stupid. It's real fucking stupid. Basically, he became the Red Hood after uh, his wife died in a car accident and then he went insane because of that and that like that's the movie there you go there you go yeah and then he becomes the joker after batman beats the fuck out of him and throws him into acid dude i was pissed 
Dude, I was pissed when he went into the acid again. <laughs> you dude, couldn't I was, do it? Oh, dude, I was so pissed. Mm. Also, when he went in, when he fell into that acid, yes. and then he came out the other end, and then like he's like re- recomposing himself. Yo, when he was going through the acid tube, did someone put the makeup on him because he had it on? Or is it like, was it burned onto his face? Is that the whole point? I think, I think his lips were burnt off and his eyelids were burnt off or something, but then he had eyelids later. So it's real hard to say. Yeah. And he had lips. He had lips as the Joker. It's just like that well, one I don't shot. know if they were lips. <laughs> <laughs> he had something going on there. Either way. <laughs> eh, <laughs> either way. Uh, I just don't know how they botched this so so horribly because those uh, normally, other normally these are fine, but fucking yeah, these are, DC these are pretty good. The uh, the Dark Knight Returns series is because real here's good. why they don't fuck them up so bad. They just see what's written on the fucking page, and then they fucking fucking animate that shit. Yeah, but like that's that's not a good idea because you need to ha- you need to take liberties like you do. Like people always complain about it, but that's why they're but, good like, though. Usually, yeah. Specifically, like, with Harry Potter. People are like, oh, I'm pissed that this wasn't exactly like the book. And it's like, bitch, you want the book? Go read the book. Like, you have uh, to take liberties. And it doesn't need to be fucking nine hours. But when you're working with fucking... It's, it's a, I think it's completely different when you're working with a comic book that is 15 pages compared to a fucking 300-page book. Yeah. No, those things were, like, 700 pages, dude. They were thick. Well, the, thick, the first pages. I don't, I don't count anything past three. As a real book, so <laughs> yeah, those aren't real books. That was just J.K. Rowling just like cashing in. Yeah, fucking obviously man. it was. Man, can you but, imagine? Uh, you can't happen? write. I like as someone who reads some books, you can't write a book every year and expect them to be good. Like, yeah, expect them to hey, be. Hey, James Patterson, who makes seventeen books a year, you're the worst writer on the planet. <laughs> all right. I respect the hustle because you're <laughs> fucking constantly on the bestsellers list. You're working. It's fucking terrible. Like this dude's writing outlines and getting ghostwriters to fill it in and push it out <laughs> as his own book. You fucking cunt. You can't do that. Yeah, no shit. But uh, either way, yeah, they didn't take any liberties with this. They were really just copying it word for word. And it's a good comic book. It doesn't translate well. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And that's I th- that's probably why it took so long to make a version of it. Yeah. Because there's just it's not ugh. Hey, you wanna you wanna take a graphic novel, like a Batman graphic novel, turn it into an animated movie? Hey, do the fucking long Halloween, dude. I would love to see that. You wanna why, know why? Why have they never done that? Yeah, well you wanna know why they haven't done it? Cause uh there's not an interesting villain that people recognize in it. So Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a new villain in Long Halloween. It's not the Joker. It's not fucking Penguin. It's not Catwoman. It's not Superman. That people don't give a shit if it's not any of that. Either way, aren't check these, out. Aren't um, these animated movies for fans of comic books? Though I don't know anyone else that watches this shit. Yeah, it's true. Uh, the only people I know on my Facebook who watch this movie read the comic. But like, here's the thing: is that like, ugh, it's just like. People who read, people, like people, I know people who love this movie. Ooh, I, I know people okay. who are like, I know people who are like, oh yeah, it was exactly what I wanted. It's exactly like the comic book. It's like, mm. but the comic book wasn't a movie. That's like if they took fucking one issue of Superman and made it and stretched it out into an hour and a half. Yeah, and I agree yeah. with that. 
You can't do that. That's not how a movie is. Anyway, this movie fucking sucked. Yeah, it sucked. Worst Batman movie other than Batman vs. Superman. Because well, Batman still, still, Superman. A, still the best Batman movie of the year. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> Technically. Technically, on a technicality. Yeah. Unless another fucking animated Batman movie comes out in the next four months. There's three fucking Batman movies this year. This this was the best one. <laughs> well, I didn't see Suicide Squad, but I assume that this was excuse me um yeah this is really uncomfortable um kevin conroy and mark hamill like that was the whole draw of this movie is like why was back, kevin baby. conroy so fucking bad in this yeah i don't know nobody was good he was fucking um, lifeless there was, there was a lot of really weird scenes like the scene where they put uh uh gordon jim gordon onto the roller coaster naked that's when i was like what the fuck what dude? the fuck is this with the midgets that were <laughs> fucking him or some shit were they <laughs> yeah, fucking him? i think so it's really bizarre those it's midgets bad bad i also i also don't understand batman's um motivation either in this movie um, because there's that scene at the beginning or there's that scene at the end where he's like, Oh, I'm not going to kill you Joker. I'm not going to beat the shit out of you. But like, because he feels bad for him, but like 30 seconds previous, he was throwing midgets onto spike traps. And it's like, you didn't feel bad. Yeah, for he them. The midgets. <laughs> yeah. he fucking threw midgets. Like, is it cause they were weird that they, they don't count as humans or yeah, what? I don't know. Like why did he, okay. Joker has murdered like, Hundreds of people, dude. Why have mercy on him and not the other people? I don't know. <laughs> Killed midgets on a spike trap. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Yeah, fuck this movie. One hundred percent. Don't check this out. On to the main event. Ra ba ba ba. Amelia Clark and Sam Claflin. This is me before you. And I would like to just just in, while everybody's listening, um, just uh, while everybody's plugged in, listen to the pod. Uh, I would like to formally apologize to anybody who heard that we were going to be watching this last week and said, ah, better check that out so better I know what they're talking out. about. Better check that out. Sorry about that. That was my bad. I picked, I picked this movie, and Buckley Duke says I am not allowed to pick movies anymore because of this. Well, <laughs> it's good content, obviously. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. It's just so fucking terrible. I know everybody has a fucking hard-on for Amelia. What is her name? Amelia Clark. Amelia yeah, well, Clark. Because people, she's on some HBO show that I would never fucking watch, by the way. Uh, but she's <laughs> literally the worst actor I've ever seen. So I don't know, understand how you go from being like, well, she's amazing in this show on HBO. Okay, it's HBO. To uh, the, this rom-com, uh, I better watch it because fucking Amelia Clark's in it. She's the worst actor of all time. And her face is moving <laughs> on fucking planes that aren't connected to her brain she's fucking i thought that was jim carrey in there she fucking scooby-dooed this bitch that scene where she's oh when they're like at her birthday party and she's opening up her fucking socks and shit she's like it's like are you fucking jim carrey what is this movie yeah, that okay. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, I actually she really like fucking yeah. terrible, Chadley. I really like Amelia Clark in no, Game of don't. Thrones. Obviously, I, you don't. You just I, like the show because it's on HBO. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I do like the show a lot. Nobody but, actually likes Game of Thrones. It's just premium cable, so you fucking like it. <laughs> like th- that fucking John Stewart. What's that fucking British guy that was on John Stewart? Uh, oh, um, fucking, oh, shit, what's his name? Last week with John Oliver. 
Yeah, John Oliver. No one fucking likes that show. It's just on HBO, so they watch it. Fuck all that <laughs> HBO shit. Dude, I adore, I adore John Oliver. You don't like John Oliver. <laughs> John Oliver's a fucking pecky cunt. Just like every British that comes over here. Fuck. Um, okay, so let's actually talk about this movie now. I'm glad, I'm glad you got that clearly rehearsed speech out of your head. It um, wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> it's just, it's just your, your anger, your anger about HBO. Uh, Amelia Clark, uh, most famous for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very bad in this movie. She's, she's very, very. It's bad. almost like she's not even a real actor. Yeah, her character is like she doesn't bring anything to her character. She, it basically felt like she was reading lines. Uh, like this felt like a table read to it me. It looked like a fucking. It looked like a fucking uh, community theater person trying to act for the first time. It was amazing yes. that this person had any experience beforehand. And here's what I think it is: is that I think this. Look, look, this this Amelia Clark. She's a busy motherfucker. She spent six months of the year in goddamn the Netherlands or wherever the fuck shooting Game of Thrones in the middle of the snow, freezing her ass off. So I get it. I get that when you get other work outside that six-month period, maybe you'll phone it in, you know? Maybe you'll phone it in. That's fine. You got a two-week shoot. You got a okay. two-week shoot some shitty movie for a million though. movies. Game of Thrones, one more season. Got to kick off your acting career. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. All these people so do. So why the fuck phone it in then, Chadley? I think I, I don't disagree. I think it was wrong that she did it. I'm just saying this is probably why she did uh, I'm not saying that it was uh, the right move. Or, or maybe she's just move. mad, Chadley. Have we ever um, explored that? It's possible. It's possible that she is just bad. Although, she's apt in Game of Thrones. That's all I'm saying. She's apt in Game of Thrones. But everybody uh, is. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yo, Have I can't wait. Anybody else from Game of Thrones fucking act outside of that show? Most of them are bad. No. Uh, no, I, I disagree with that. Here's why. And I've actually got a really good uh, example. In this fucking movie, Charles Dance is a fucking murderer, dude. That dude, can, that dude can act. Even in a movie where he has nothing interesting to say, I'm still pretty captivated by Charles Dance in this fucking movie. I don't know who that is. He's like, he plays like uh, the dad. He plays the oldest fuck dad. And uh, yeah, he's, he's also on Game of Thrones. Um, and All right. I guess. I, yeah, he's 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 good. I love him. He was also in fucking Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which is unwatchable. He was good pretty, in that though. Yeah, he's pretty fucking good <laughs> in that. Um, but yeah, I think that I, I like even like Peter Dinklage isn't like, like here's the thing: Peter like, all Dinklage these, fucking sucks. He, Come all on, all these all these Game of Thrones actors are at their peak when they're on Game of Thrones, and then you see them outside of Game of Thrones. They're not as good, but some of them are still pretty good. You know, like. Uh, I'm really excited for Game of Thrones to end because I want to see what, what else fucking Kit Harrington has up his sleeve because that dude can fucking act. That dude is a fucking... Know that, though. That dude's a, a fuck boy, dude. He's a fuck man who can fuck up shit. He fucks. Watch him go do rom-coms for fucking 10 years and not make a single good thing, Chadley. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's all going to be shit like this. Um, now, speaking of people who can't act, who boy Sam Claflin can't even act at all. <laughs> dude can't even act at all. Fuck. <laughs> Look, uh, fucking Amelia Clark's fucking unwatchable, but this dude's way worse. Yeah, he's he's the worst actor in the world. Um, basically, he spends half the movie pouting and then half the movie smiling, and that's the movie. Um, 
so basically this is like uh, I have a lot of problems with this movie um, the plot is this girl who is dating fucking fucking Matthew Lewis you, hey you're dating Matthew Lewis don't fuck that up for sure um, <laughs> she's dating fucking Matthew Lewis and then she needs to find a job to support her poor parents and so she uh, becomes a caretaker for some rich dude who used to be a wakeboarder but now uh, is a quadriplegic because oh, of man. boys because of, need a feel for the super rich white yeah. dude that has yeah. unlimited money and white can do whatever the fuck he wants even in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, no, he's got he wants two to fucking kill caretakers. Yeah, two fucking yeah, caretakers. Two. Okay, that's where it blows my mind. <laughs> Like, there's a line in this where fucking they hire Amelia Clark and the other caretaker's like, oh, don't worry. You don't got to do anything. You just got to look at him. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Yeah, she's she's really just there to fuck him. Like, she's really just there to they fuck him. They brought this bitch in to fuck him. They already had a guy. <laughs> they already had a Paul Rudd. Well, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that this, this is very similar to Fundamentals of Caring with Paul Rudd. Very similar. Except it's also very similar to that French movie, The, the Intouchables. Yeah, where, the Intouchables, uh, yeah. Yeah, you've seen that, right? yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's very similar to any movie where a caretaker comes in for a paraplegic, except, except this one. In, in this one, here's the big problem with this one is that like because they wanted to romanticize the relationship between these two characters, they had to like they had to skim over all the really disgusting, gross shit that comes <laughs> with being a caretaker for a quadriplegic. Like they never like in fundamentals of caring. At least they talked about the fact that Paul Rudd would wipe the kid's ass. <laughs> yeah. She never did any of that because they she, just conveniently she just sat had, there. Yeah, they they conveniently had a guy for that. <laughs> Like what happened when he when he went to the fucking bathroom with the caretaker for an hour? She just sat there, and he's like, "I gotta take a shit," so the caretaker has to take him in there. She sits there for an hour, knowing full well what's going on in the other room. <laughs> I guess like, so. <laughs> but they skimmed over that because it's not sexy. It's not romantic. Why the fuck are we okay? Look, I know that like with fault in their stars and shit like that, the whole like um, helpless person and regular person dating. Yes, because because she feels bad for him. It's it's big right now. It's big. Well, I, I understand and, that the, the target audience is to make teenagers feel tingly, but I don't understand how anyone could ever relate to this. It's a fucking big. rich white guy who's feel bad for himself that he can't fucking wakeboard anymore. <laughs> yeah, he wants that's to like kill himself because he can't wakeboard. <laughs> like you. Like, did anybody look at the script before that? Be like, oh, he wants to kill himself because he can't wakeboard. Uh, he's rich as fuck. He owns a castle, Chesley. A yeah, castle. No, I owns a few of them, I think. I think he had a few a of them. A couple castles. What do you mean he can't do whatever he wants still? Yeah, it's preposterous. This movie is absolutely fucking preposterous. And, like, here's the thing is that, like, I really don't know who this is, like, targeting because – Nobody is sexualized in this movie. Okay, look, I get it. I get it. You're trying to attack teenagers, but guess what? Sex sells, and guess what wasn't in this at all? Sexualization. Okay, look, this is a movie for girls, okay? This is a movie for girls. Fucking have Sam Claflin without a shirt on every now and again. <laughs> yeah, for fuck's sake. Like, Even when he was wakeboarding, he had a life jacket on. Yeah, Let's fucking like, show some nipple. What are we doing here? <laughs> Look, this movie had nothing going for it. You could have at least tried. 
You could have at least tried to savor something out of this movie, but they didn't. This movie is unwatchably bad. <laughs> this movie is unwatchably bad. The characters suck, but there is a perfect joke hidden among the garbage in this film. There's one perfect joke. And that is when fucking her boyfriend, Matthew Lewis, who, by the way, greatest actor on the planet. Um, uh, he was fucking terrible in this, though. Uh, yeah, let's just glaze over that real play. quick. He, he's, the great, he's the fucking greatest actor on the planet. There's we are fans part. of him, so we'll glaze over that real quick. He's fucking <laughs> yeah. terrible. He's fucking terrible in this, but we do love Matthew Lewis. Um, but there is the part when he fucking, he like, he's like this big health nut, and he's talking about health the whole movie. And then he's like, apologizes to her, and he's like, uh, gets the candlelight dinner. And then, like... Cuts them eating dinner and he goes, 300 calories. And then it cuts away. And that, my friend, is a fucking perfect joke hidden in an otherwise unwatchable movie. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. And then, like, <laughs> the, like, they don't even give me anything in this movie. Like, when he kills himself, spoiler alert. Because, uh, <laughs> like, she doesn't save him. She doesn't save him. Uh, yeah. which is which is fine because otherwise it would be a conflictless movie uh, i would have been pissed i would have been pissed if, if, she, but, if he hadn't okay you, you're, you've taken me this through you've taken me through the gauntlet of bullshit up until now and uh you don't even show him dying you don't even show the fucking foam coming out of his mouth as he <laughs> fucking or, doctor or even suicides or even just like his eyes closing for the last time and, it's like you know what it is chadley Leaves falling to an ex ambassador's song. Fuck you. <laughs> and then and then him reading his will aloud, narrating his fucking will. Ah, I hate this. Holy fucking shit. This is a- I mean, obviously I'm not the I'm not, not the target market. Even if even if I was, I don't understand how you could like this fucking movie. This this movie has no conflict up until like the last ten minutes when she's like I hate you. I'm so mad at you. And then somebody's like, hey, you know, that guy's probably going to die. You should probably not be mad at him. And she's like, okay. There it is. Conflict resolution is her just saying, okay. Fuck you. Fuck you, whoever wrote And I've heard that this is adapted from a book. And I've actually heard the book is half is half decent. But if this, like, there's, if the book can't be good if it's anything like this movie. If it's anything like this movie, it just the big problem is that it's just so hard to feel bad for a guy who has everything. Oh no, except for love, Chadley. Yeah, except for love. Fuck off. Fuck Um, you. Yeah, fuck you. Oh, he and oh, here's another big problem. Billionaire, you think he can't fuck in a wheelchair? Get the fuck out of here. You're not trying that hard if you're a billionaire and can't fuck. Here's another thing too. Is that like. They never tell us what his job was before. He was just like world's best businessman. Like, yeah. that's, he was just businessman. And they're like, you were sure good at businessmanning. And he's like, yes, I was a good businessman. I like, was a good businessman. Yeah. I, I will not come back to the firm because I'm in a wheelchair. Why the fuck not? Go make more money, you fucking great businessman. You can roll into the conference room. No one's going to say shit. You're the billionaire. Yeah, fucking Stephen Hawking's still writing books, bro. Dude can barely lift his eyelids. If anybody wants to kill himself, I bet Stephen Hawking wants to kill himself every day, but he's like, nah, I still got more for these fucking cunts. Yeah, I, I, I still got work to do. More. I'm not leaving this world worse than I than I found it. Fuck. Yeah, so Sam Claflin is very bad in this movie. Amelia Clark, very bad. Charles Dance is decent. Um, Matthew Lewis is fucking bad in this movie, although he is the greatest actor on the planet. Um, 
yeah, there's just like there's so much padding in this movie. Like it's it's so like there's like scenes where she's like having sleepovers with her sister and they're just talking about stuff we've just seen. And it's yeah. like, why the fuck? Why the fuck are we doing this? We don't need exposition to something that you literally showed me five seconds ago. It just it constantly made me mad. And uh <laughs> that's not how movies it, should work. That's not how movies so should work at all. It's so weird because this is the only one of these movies we watched this week that I watched in one sitting, but it was an angry sitting. I was pissed. <laughs> just, just, just anger on his face. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I, I don't know how, oh, man. This is like, this is one of the worst movies we've seen this year. And it's been a fucking year, dude. Oh, yeah. it's, been, it's been a fuck year. I could scream about this for another 40 minutes. I could do a fucking Batman versus Superman on this shit. Dude, Batman vs. Superman looks like a fucking masterpiece compared. It looks like a Citizen <laughs> Kane compared to this shit. I don't know about that, dude. Batman vs. Superman is one of the worst films ever made. Yeah, well, go talk to some nerds about it on the internet. They'll fucking change your opinion. Fucking not. No, fucking no they'll, bring, they'll, they'll bring out their dumb opinions, and then I'll tell them why they're dumb, and they'll be like, no, you're dumb! You know what I've seen more than anything on Batman vs. Superman? Positive reviews is like people that, that, that are like, the the person who is writing the review will be like, people just don't understand. It's like, ah, we do understand I, though. Because we, we get it. Because the majority of the people on, on the planet uh dislike this movie. So <laughs> obviously you're the you're wrong. Like yeah. sometimes it's okay to go with the fucking crowd. Sometimes it's fine. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um however with uh movies like Chappie, uh don't go with the crowd. That movie's don't fucking go with the crowd, yeah, that movie's great. That movie's great. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a great film. Um, what is this fucking? What does this have on Rotten Tomatoes? Like, I have to know what this fucking movie has on Rotten Tomatoes. Anything more than like five percent, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> he has to know. This is one of the worst movies we've seen this year. Uh, what's this called? Me before you. Also, oh, that's a bad title. That's what not a title. Mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It's just words. It's just words. They're like, yeah, people will fuck to this movie. Who cares? People will fuck. <laughs> Here's the thing. Is that dudes are taking their girlfriends to this movie so that they can get pussy afterwards. Pretty, pretty 58%? high. 58%? Fifty-eight. Holy fuck, dude. That blows my mind. This is the worst. This is the worst, dude. This, oh, this movie sucks so bad. Pretty high. <sighs> I've, you know, it's been a while since I've screamed. Here, I'll, I'll read... Uh... I'll read a top critic, uh, David Elrich, uh, his little short review on Rotten Tomatoes. Such a wonderfully uncynical movie that it almost doesn't matter. It's not very good. <laughs> that's a positive review, by the way. This, this bitch did like a fucking 60%. Okay, okay. That's how it got to 58, dude. That's how it got to 58. Is with reviews like that. Bring a, t- bring a tissue to this intelligent weeper? Ah. Uh... <laughs> intelligent? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, boy. Nothing more intelligent than white privilege. Here's one that makes a lot of sense to me. From Jose Martin, which cannot be his real name. Uh, <laughs> one of those pretty films that fans of the genre will love. Maybe. <laughs> is that a positive? Yeah, dude, of no, course dude. it is. That's a negative review. That's a bad uh, review. Here's another one from James Brennaldini of realviews.com. That's a real uh, name. It's not perfect. There are times when the pacing is off and the epilogue tries too hard to end things on a positive note, but it's effective and affecting. That's a positive review. That's 
all these positive reviews you, you've read to me, I would probably label as negative. It's people trying very hard to find positive. Now, see, here's here's the one woman top critic because Rotten Tomatoes is sexist, by the way. If you didn't notice that, um, she says this is a rotten review. By the way, isn't that romantic? No, it's really not. <laughs> good one, <laughs> dude. That's pretty good. Also, how did they bang? Did, like, if he's a quad, like, does the dick still work? That's a question I was thinking the whole movie. And, and they sometimes never... the dick works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did did the dick still work? Because, like, I know with paraplegics, the dick still works, but, like, with a quadriplegic... Hard to say. Hard to say, yeah. That's a lot of your body that ain't working. Well, you know, maybe you should just sucked on the limp dick for a while. That's fine. Anyway, um, what are we doing next week, Chadley? Check out this movie if you want to hear British dudes scream about atrophy for an hour and a half. Next week, uh, we're doing our summer wrap-up. Um, oh, God bless. We're going to be doing our top five favorite movies of the blockbuster season 2016. Ooh, I don't even know if I have five. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've mustered mine up. It's ready to go, and it's tough. Although I haven't seen some of the movies that came out this summer. So it's still, I, I still got a couple of movies to watch before then. Those movies will be Captain America, Civil War. Oh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Mm-hmm. And Jason Bourne, baby. Jason Bourne. I Jason, remember Jason Bourne is obviously going to be great, but uh, that t- Teenage Mutant News Turtles movie, that's not going to be good. Yeah, it's going to fucking suck. It's going to fucking it's suck, eh? No way that's going to be fucking good, but <laughs> better suck it up and check it out. I've check already seen up. Jason Bourne, but I'm willing to watch it again because it's uh, it's it's the specter of this year, let's say. Oh, good, because I remember Spectre getting bad reviews, and that movie's fucking incredible. Yes. Sometimes reviews are wrong. There's uh um, there's there's one there's one point in Jason Bourne that I just want to highlight real quick. Uh there's a lot of computers in this one. Ooh. And uh Jason Bourne's fingers too fucking big to type on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, then he gets like a fucking Russian to do it. Oh, it's amazing. I, I got ex- I got ex- excited for a second there cuz all I heard was Jason Bourne's finger and I'm like finger? Finger? Is there a finger in this? I wish there's finger. I would have liked it a lot more. <laughs> no finger. Um I've already I've already seen Captain America Civil War. But I will save it for the pod because I got lots to say about that shit. Next week. See you guys there. Next week. Summer's.